Hey parents, is bedtime with your kids one of the hardest parts of your day? Are you tired of bedtime battles and restless nights? If so, you are not alone. 75% of parents find bedtime routines with their children to be challenging and difficult. Kids won't calm down. They try to delay bedtime. They throw tantrums or they repeatedly get out of bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. Keep listening because I'm sharing three specific tips you can start tonight that will turn your kids' bedtime from awful to amazing. Plus, I'm going to share the number one thing I do every night that has had the biggest impact on my children's behavior. But before we get to the bonus tip, let's discuss the first strategy. Consistency is crucial when it comes to bedtime routines for kids. When you create a routine to help your kids get ready for bed, it adds structure and predictability. This leads to less resistance, lower anxiety, and fewer power struggles during bedtime. A consistent routine also helps regulate a child's sleep cycle. This cycle is called the circadian rhythm, and it controls when your child feels tired or awake. When kids have a regular sleep routine, their bodies know when to relax and get ready for bed. Their brain literally releases hormones that make it easier for them to fall asleep. But here's a secret most parents forget. The bedtime routine begins well before you tell your child to go to bed. It starts with things like taking a bath, changing into pajamas, brushing their teeth, or reading a book together. These steps act as signals that bedtime is near, and they help transition your kids from the busyness of the day to a more relaxed state. Consistent bedtime routines provide more than just good sleep. They create a sense of security and stability. When kids know what to expect each night, they feel more in control. They feel more confident in their surroundings. And this, again, reduces anxiety and makes bedtime a more positive and calm experience. But how do you create a bedtime routine that will work for your family? First, consider what you want to be a part of your family's bedtime routine. Then choose the time you want your kids asleep and work backwards from there. Simple as that. What you include doesn't have to be the same as anyone else. This is about you and your family. My family routine includes the normal stuff like pajamas and brushing teeth. We also choose to include reading scriptures and having a family prayer. Then our kids like to give hugs and share what they're grateful for from the day. And here's a pro tip. When you don't feel like doing the routine and you just want your kids in bed so you can get on with your night, remember, your kids won't always want these moments with you. So embrace it while you can. By sticking to a predictable and structured routine, you can help your children develop healthy sleep habits, minimize bedtime struggles, and sleep better overall. But being consistent with that routine will bring a sense of security and comfort, making it easier for your kids to unwind and get a restful night's sleep. The second tip is about setting the stage. Or in other words, Create a sleep-friendly environment for your children. This is more important than most parents realize. It can make a big difference in their sleep quality and how they feel overall. But what exactly is a sleep-friendly environment? Well, here's some ideas to think about. First, it's important to keep the bedroom nice and dark. Darkness tells the body it's time to sleep and helps the hormone called melatonin do its job. You can use special curtains or blinds that block out light to make the room darker and more peaceful. Next, make sure the sleep area is quiet and free from noises that can disturb sleep. You can use machines that make a relaxing white noise or play calming rain, or you can have a rule in your home about keeping things quiet during sleep time. Comfort is also really important for good sleep. And usually when we think about comfort, we think about the mattress, we think about the cozy bedding, but it also includes the temperature of the room. Studies by the National Sleep Foundation have shown that 60 to 67 degrees Fahrenheit is ideal 
and can promote deeper, more restorative sleep. But hold up. Summers where I live get to 120 degrees plus Fahrenheit. There's no way my house is getting to 67 degrees. Remember, it doesn't need to. Because your air conditioning can blow in the low 50s. Maybe you have floor fans or ceiling fans. You can even get a personal cooler off of Amazon for your child's room to help it stay at the right temperature. And one more thing you can do to create a sleep-friendly environment is to keep the sleep area tidy and free of clutter. Having a messy and cluttered room can make it hard to relax and fall asleep. And here's a pro tip. Make tidying up part of the bedtime routine. To make it manageable, decide on specific things for the child to do, such as all toys in a crate or only stuffed animals on the bed. This makes the process less of a struggle for you and your child. When you take the time to make the sleep area a comfortable and inviting place, you show your child that you care about their sleep and well-being. So remember to pay attention to what your child likes and make adjustments as needed. Another tip is to limit digital damage. Do you realize how much screen time before bed can affect our sleep? The blue light from TVs, computers, smartphones, and tablets messes with your body's natural sleep hormones, and it's even worse for little bodies. Screen time before bedtime makes it harder for your children to fall asleep and stay asleep. It can keep their minds active and prevent them from winding down properly. To avoid these issues and help your children get a better night's sleep, consider the following suggestions. Keep devices out of bedrooms. Decide that bedrooms are a place free from screens. By keeping them away from your children during bedtime, it will help avoid the temptation to use digital devices when they should be sleeping. Next, Limit your child's screen time, especially during the evenings. Sticking to those limits in the evening will help your children transition away from screens and do more relaxing things before bed. In fact, try choosing a specific time when you turn off all screens, like an hour or so before bedtime. This gives the brain time to relax and prepare for sleep. You can replace screen time with activities like reading, drawing, or listening to calming music. Third, be a good role model. Show your children how important good sleep is by following the same rules you set for them. When you lead by example, it helps reinforce the importance of these rules. And they are important because with these boundaries in place, your whole family has a better chance of getting a good night's sleep and feeling refreshed for the next day ahead. Now, I told you I would share the number one thing I do every night that has had the biggest impact on my children's behavior. It might be the easiest, most rewarding thing you can do, and it's this. If this is helpful and you want more free content on building a strong marriage and strong children, click subscribe now. Every night when putting my kids to bed, I stop whatever else is going on and I focus on one child at a time. I put my hands on their arms or I hold their hands and I look them in the eyes. Then I tell them why I'm grateful for them, why they are important to me, and why I love them. Giving specific reasons from the day does two things. First, it solidifies the idea with a memory. This attaches the expressed emotion to real evidence and makes my child more confident in the gratitude, importance, or love I'm expressing. Second, it makes me slow down and it makes me remember what really matters. And that makes bedtime better. Now, I also strive to focus on growth-based compliments rather than fixed trait compliments. For example, a fixed trait compliment says, son, I'm grateful for how kind you are. A growth-based compliment says, son, I'm grateful for how much effort you put into being kind. Then to make it specific, I would add an example where I saw my son being kind. In whole, this might sound like, son, 
I'm grateful for the effort you put into being kind. Like when you helped your sister put away her toys, that was such a great choice. Now, does it take more effort to do it this way? Yeah. Is it worth it? More than I could possibly describe. Imagine the difference it could make for your child to have their final thoughts be how much you love them rather than hearing you yell at them through the walls to go to bed. Now, there is nothing that will make bedtime perfect because you're dealing with growing, learning, developing children. And kids are going to be kids. But you can be intentional in creating the best possible outcomes that will make bedtime better for you and help your children get the high quality rest they need. That makes for better nights and it makes for better days. But maybe you think this will work for one of your kids, but not the other. Just be careful. Attaching labels can become self-fulfilling prophecies. But, you know, you're trying to be realistic, right? Well, check out this video to discover what might be the key to teaching your kids to throw away unwanted labels and lead them toward creating their most successful future. Till next time, keep moving forward.